Just give us one hour and we'll help you change the way you think about happiness. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen is a fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness from the inside out. Happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Each week, Lisa shines her light on well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. As a filmmaker, positive psychology coach, author, professor, and change agent specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cybers Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. On the show, she also focuses on military families and service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury and other post-deployment civilian life reintegration issues. So, let's spend some time getting to the heart of the matter on Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Good afternoon and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio, where we explore the very serious business of happiness, sustainable well-being, and human yellow smiley face. No, 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 no. We are talking about something much deeper and critical to the success of humanity. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, it is essential in order for humankind to thrive. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to collective global flourishing. The achievement of a happy life is not only positively good for us, it is constructively good for those around us. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is all about the heart. Before we bring on our guest today, I invite you to join our conversation live by calling us at 877-864-4869. Again, that's 877-864-4869. You can log into our Lisa Kamen and HH Talk Radio or tweet at us with the hashtag harvesting happiness. Today we are talking about the younger set and the young at heart, I might add. You know, happiness is a positively good virus. It's something that spreads um, quickly, easily, and quite second-naturedly to kids in particular. We're talking about stinking thinking and how it stinks and how we can change our mindset and those of and those around us. My guest today is Bill King. He's a writer, speaker, certified trainer, and a mentor. He uses his fabulous talents, I might add, to design fun, exciting, and educational ideas to help kids deal with negativity, low self-esteem, bullying, and anger. He teaches kids positive thinking, kindness, forgiveness, they can relate to. His website, www.idonstink.com, teaches the premise that negative thoughts simply stink. The site uses humor to break down the barriers many people have and provides an entertaining atmosphere that promotes learning what will stick. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for being here. Hi, good morning, Lisa, and thank you for the stinking awesome introduction there. Well, we aim for stinking awesome on this show. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to like quote you, put, put a little thing there. My, my friend Bill says, stinking awesome is what rules the day. And I think that that's true. <laughs> Let's talk for a minute about how you got into stinking thinking, because you started out life in the business world. Yes, absolutely. And what's, what's interesting is that um, I really started out, um, you know, for all my life, I've always been an optimistic, positive person to begin with. And uh, what, what happened is as I started learning more about myself much later in my business world, uh, what I started doing is starting to see how we could apply this, uh, you know, to, to our kids today. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a fun journey to get to stinking thinking. Uh, certainly didn't start out that way, uh, but but it was definitely a journey uh, worth taking. Indeed. And I remember years back we had a conversation about uh, dealing with the business world, dealing with people who are in conflict, who are in negativity. And by people, I mean big people, adults. And um, when you would be gun stinking thinking, you know, the goal was to reach out to kids to plant the seeds for positive emotion and positive contribution. Talk a little bit about that with our audience, about how easy it is to plant these seeds when we're young and maybe more challenging when we're older. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is quite interesting because I, I, I tried it on myself first in the business world. So I started, uh, I was negotiating contracts that were, you know, 40, 50 to $60 million. Uh, and, and what was happening was I was starting to, you know, to use some of this uh, criteria, some of this uh, positive thinking in negotiations, and the results were amazing. Uh, but what happened is um, what, what I've learned is that just by, I started doing workshops for older people. Uh, you know, uh, probably, you know, in the 18 to 25 range, I was doing workshops for them. And then all these younger kids started coming to it. And then I realized very quickly that they absorb what you're talking about and you don't even know it. So that was my first, uh, you know, you know, way to really start getting towards the younger kids, because if we can have an effect on them uh, at a young age, this is stuff you don't unlearn. And so the, the idea is that we will uh, be able to provide them tools and techniques that we didn't have growing up. And hopefully we can address some of the, uh, the horrible statistics that are out there today with our adolescents. You know, we're going to get into some of those statistics a little bit later in the show. And I, I want to point out that, you know, positive emotion and cultivating good self-esteem, these are happy habits that become permanent with practice. So, you know, we teach our kids to brush their teeth hopefully three times a day. You know, or maybe we're lucky if we have them do it twice. But the point is, is the more or the earlier we instill these, this positive thinking and this positive emotion as uh, more easily it becomes a habit that sticks, which is to use your language. Yeah, it, yeah, it's thinking sticks is the idea. And, and the, the fun thing is that when, when you can, you know, uh, the biggest thing is how do you engage younger kids to read a nonfiction self-help book? It's, it's, not, a, it's not an easy sell. And so the, the way that uh, I, I looked at doing it was to take, 
you know, really fun things that are that smells. Kids love things that smell, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and kind of relate that to it and then overload them with the negativity where it ends up being funny. Now, I, I think in my book, I think I, I have the word stink or smells or some sort of, uh, um, you know, combination thereof in the book. I think it's almost 800 times. And so the idea is to really overload them where it ends up being funny. And then they can learn something in the process. At, uh, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Well, the, the, the idea of, uh, of learning in the process and the way that you present materials through this, these adorable characters um, that's almost, you know, cartoon-like, it's relatable, it's fun, and I would love for you to talk a little bit about the art that relates to Stinkin' Thinkin'. Yeah, the the idea that we approached it was that what is the worst, foulest-smelling creature there is, and it's literally probably a skunk. Uh, I didn't, I know this firsthand from my dog getting sprayed by a skunk, and it took us, you know, six to eight months to get the smell off of her and about four months to get it out of our house. And so um, what we, uh, what the idea was that we have two main mascots of the website, I don't think.com. And that is uh, Sweetie and Stanky. Sweetie is, um, is a skunk that has no stink glands. And so she's treated differently, uh, but chooses to make uh, fun choices, good choices, and then also uh, Stanky, who is on the other end, is sees everything bad and is also uh, the bully of the website. So I use those characters to uh, teach lessons in a fun way that they don't even realize it, whether it's through comic strips or cartoons or or something like that. But uh, it, so that that it'll stick with the kids. Well, I have two teenagers, as you know, and. My kids at 14 and 16 are still all about the potty humor. You know, there is something about this potty humor, which thinking, thinking is not exactly potty humor, but, but it borderlines on it in a fun way that makes it um, easy and open to talk about these negative things, as you say, and turn them into positive. You know, what, what I find very, very interesting, uh, two weeks ago, I spoke at a uh, – a women's federal uh, penitentiary and uh, was a little intimidated by it. But, but I taught the stuff that was directly from the book and I was, I was amazed. I learned a lot, you know, adults get into this too and they, they absolutely loved it. And um, you know, so, so we all have a connection to it. It's just funny stuff. And, and on the website, you know, we do have references to things that smell toxic ways to, you know, uh, to dirty diapers, to wet dogs, all anything that can stink, it's 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 in there on images and stuff when you take a quiz. And and again, it's to try to keep them to, um, you know, to keep focused on what's really important, which is the positive. Uh, you know, that that's where we can make the big difference. We are going to go to a break in a minute. And when we come back, we are going to actually get into stink and speak. I would love to just jump in and get Uh, and his website, and his book, and his teachings, and his art, you can go to www.idontstink. That's I-D-O-N-T-S-T-I-N-K 
www.ibrahimsmith.com. On Twitter, he is at I Don't Stink. And on Facebook, he is at stinkin' hyphen thinkin' hyphen stinks. Stinkin' thinkin' stinks. Now say that 10 times, and if you can do it without tripping up on it, you get a prize. I don't know what the prize will be, a hug from us. When we come back, we will carry on with Stinkin' Thinkin' and Bill King and lots of other goodies that are coming your way to make your day brighter, more joyful, and definitely less stinky. Here come the tunes. We'll be right back. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to fight. We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress Kamen has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life, available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Are you or do you know a returning U.S. military man or woman in need of restoring joy in their lives? Did you know that our nonprofit, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, offers stigma-free combat trauma and post-deployment reintegration programming? Check us out at www.hh4heroes.org. That's HH, the number four, and heroes.org. Happiness is an inside job. Wear the message on T-shirts, baseball caps, sterling silver designer jewelry, and more. Please visit our online boutique at www.harvestinghappiness.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, I urge you to download this podcast and share it with your kids because we are talking about stinking, thinking stinks. Today with Bill King, he's a writer, speaker, certified trainer, and a mentor. He's got a great book that's come out, and it's all about teaching positive emotion, positive thinking inversely through negative thinking or negative um, wording that, that tells a story that we can actually transform our thoughts and our behaviors and our actions through. So, Bill, let's just jump in and talk about thinking, thinking lingo. So the well, first I think we we should probably give a definition for for stinking thinking. And so what I have as stinking thinking is any thought, idea, or image that produces feelings like anxiety, fear, worry, frustration, hate, anger, 
basically, you know, any it, basically any negative emotion fill in the blank. But I want to point out that it's not just a thought. It's a thought, an idea or an image. We forget about that, that those other pieces of it. And so um, so I, I think it's important to, to make that uh, that distinction there. And what happens is that, you know, we can get into something that I call a stink mode. You know, I certainly did when I was when I was young, as as positive as I was. I remember about every three months there would be I would have two or three stink days. And it was I knew when it happened and I would just say, OK, what else can go wrong? And and something always did. And then it I, I said, OK, I've got two more days of this and then it'll be over. And then it would go right back up. And I, and I repeated that cycle for for so many years. It's insane. And so uh, what I what I learned about is that what you focus on expands. So uh, so where I where I started learning it, uh, it really started making a difference when I started focusing on something else. So in the book, I have a, I have a, a chapter called uh, how to avoid catching the stink eye. So that's what I call that is the stink eye is when you take something and you make it worse than it really is instead of how it really is. Mm. And and stink eye is for focus. It's for focus, correct. And you know, I, let's talk for a moment about focus and the importance of focus or where we place our attention, because you know our attention and our intention and our words are all such powerful powerful vehicles for how we can live our lives. So if we place our attention our focus in a positive place, we'll arrive at that same place. If we place it in a negative place, so too we'll find ourselves there. And this has really been proven that our actions, uh, our emotions will actually follow our our mm-hmm. actions. And we we used to think it was the other way around. You know, that sometimes if you're not in a good place, if you go out and do things, that will help cultivate a more positive mood. Your your emotions will change and alter their course. So there there there, there are two things that work here. I believe that we're talking about, which is the um, the, the stink and speak, and then actually going out and doing things that shift attention to a more positive place. Yeah, and and, and what I think people need to understand is that. Uh, the, like the first thing before I even get into the stink eye, I think one of the biggest things that the the people can do is uh, an exercise that I call take out your stinking trash. And, and really what that exercise is, is just becoming aware of your thoughts, because, you know, we have, uh, you know, up to 50,000 thoughts a day, but we're only aware of about 2000 of them. And the the un fortunate nature of of humanity is that we tend to lean more towards the negative. And so there's a lot of negative thoughts that are in your unconscious mind that you're not really uh, aware of. And so that exercise brings it to the awareness uh, so that you can track that. And when I started change, that that's truly one of the, the biggest uh, breakthroughs that I had is when I started tracking my negative thoughts. And because uh, I really thought I was a positive person. And yet here I'd have a, a, a paper full of marks. And I was like, I thought I was positive, but it was all that stuff in there. But once I recognized it, I was able to get rid of it. And it changed uh, almost overnight. It was amazing how quick it changed. 
So stinking trash is awareness. And then let's talk about the stink, stink breath. Mm -hmm. So stink breath is, you know, first you think it and then you say it, right? So the idea is stink breath is, uh, is just having, saying negative things, doing things negative that, that might be hurting others as well as yourself, because you can have stink breath on yourself too. And so it's important to change your vocabulary. And, uh, and so in the exercise uh, in the book, it's called uh, Brush Your Breath with Stink Ease Mints. And it's a little fun little exercise that they can, they can track. It, it's kind of a two-way thing. First, they're, they're checking. The first thing you do is you track, track other people's stink breath. Uh, and see if you know what they're t talking about. So it's observance of others. Then it's observance of yourself, and then it's both. So it's a fun little way to uh, activity that you can do and have fun while you're doing it. Oh, it's, it's it sounds adorable, and it's being very well received. I mean, you are having great success with this programming in schools, and like you said, you're bridging out to other areas such as the, the prison system. And I think this is incredible because we can all use positive reinforcement and positive guidance to change our thinking and to be examples for others and to certainly educate our children to uh, grow up in a world that is filled with more positive emotions and actions. Yeah, and it does seem a little odd that you're doing it from, from a, a different angle. And so if you think about it, you go talk to someone, oh, here's another book on positive thinking. Oh, great, great, great. Uh, however, hey, why don't you come to, to my site and take a quiz and see how bad you stink? People love that for some reason. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 that, that's where I try to catch them in there. So, Well, I suppose we're all stinky to some degree. I mean, even, even Mrs. Happy over here has stinky days. You know, I, I admit it. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, a customer as well, a client and a customer. I practice what I preach and, and teach. And I do know that these interventions that we're, that we're sharing and we're speaking about, that they work. But we're human, and humans slip. We're not 100% on point 100% of the time. And I think that, that is, this is why this is also so endearing and engaging. It's another way to, to reinforce the good. Yeah, and, and to be honest, you know, negativity, you know, has always been around and always will be around. There's nothing we can do that can completely get a, get rid of it. And, and actually, in some cases, negativity does um, serve a purpose. So, for instance, you know, if you're having anxiety, that's that's a negative. Uh, that's a, that's thinking, thinking for sure uh, about a, a presentation that you're going to give. And so that serves a purpose because it's telling you you better get ready and get prepared. So in some cases there, it, it does, it does, you know, help us, uh, you know, through our lives. However, we just don't want to get in one of those think modes and experience it for too long uh, because, you know, because it, it causes a ripple effect uh, towards your happiness for sure. Definitely. And, and we should add that, it, you know, science has proven that a certain amount of stress and stress is associated with negativity, but it doesn't always have to be, is good for us because it's what pushes us and prompts us to stretch and grow and try new things and experiment with life. And it's in that sort of um, scientific experimental phase. Well, if I try it this way, what will happen? That we discover great things, new things, and great things about ourselves. Yeah. 
And, and you know, if, if, if anybody is out there is, is in one of those stink modes that I call, you know, the, 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 the easiest way to get out of that and convert that uh, into, uh, into happiness and what I've found is to, is to practice kindness. Uh, in the book, we call it uh, sweet sense. And that is uh, the, the ripple of kindness and how it can uh, have a positive effect on it. Because you can instantly change your emotion just by doing something kind for someone else. Indeed. Indeed we can. And we are going to go to a break shortly. When we come back, I want to get into the sweet sense. I want to get into a little bit more of the stink speak because we've got a couple more points that are talk about bully, I want to talk about bully, bully proofing our kids. Not <laughs> bulletproofing them, but bully-proofing them, as you call it, and and how volunteerism and how service plays into this whole ideology that we're talking about. But we've got, we've got time ahead of us to do that, and I want to give our listeners information, once again, how to reach you and the book and your offerings. They can do so by visiting www.idontstink.com. That's I-D-O-N-T-S-T-I-N-K.com on Twitter at I Don't Stink, and on Facebook, the page is Stinkin' Thinkin' Stinks, and it's Stinkin' with a hyphen, then Thinkin' with a hyphen, and then Stinks. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress Kamen, and next week I want to give you a little preview of what's coming up. One of the other hats that I wear is the health and wellness editor, for a fairly new magazine out there in the world called Sleep and Wellness Magazine that is devoted to promoting good sleep hygiene and technology for folks out there that have a really hard time, guess what, getting to sleep. So in this premiere edition of Sleep and Wellness Magazine, where I am at the helm of this section, we are going to be profiling some of our contributors. We're talking about diabetes management. We're talking about exercise. We're talking about nutrition and a very, very favorite subject of my own, which is meditation and mindfulness, and something that I've been teaching in my practice for several years now, and how it's really coming into the forefront, how we can use meditation and mindfulness to not only access better health and well-being, but certainly help eliminate stress and promote better sleep. So that's what's coming up next week, and we've got a great lineup And when we come back, we are going to carry on our conversation with author, mentor, friend, Bill King, and learn more about stinking thinking. Uh, Also, I want to just put the word out there that Veterans Day is coming up next week. And if you know a veteran, love a veteran, or are a veteran, we offer no-cost combat trauma recovery programming to our veteran population through Reboot, R-E-B-O-O-T, at harvestinghappiness.org. I'm sorry, hhforheroes.org. I'm tripping myself up on our domains here. And we will come back and share more about that after the break. But we've got uh, Veterans Day coming up, and we could sure use some help with helping to underwrite these programs that we give away for free to our vets. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. To learn more about the veteran initiatives, please go to hh4heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S dot org. Here come those tunes that I was promising, and we will be right back. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to fight. We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. 
We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Like what you hear on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio? Subscribe to us on iTunes and get your weekly dose of joy downloaded free and easily to your computer or portable device. That's Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio on iTunes. likes to win enter our weekly contests at harvesting happiness on facebook where we give away our guests books music film and products each week in addition we also do great harvesting happiness giveaways like free coaching sessions with lisa cypress cayman lisa's books happiness first aid kits h factor where is your heart documentary film Happiness is an inside job products, including the Sterling Silver Infinity Bracelet that benefit Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, a nonprofit whose mission is to assist our returning military personnel and their loved ones challenged by combat trauma and other post-deployment reintegration issues. Join us at Harvesting Happiness on Facebook. Nothing gives happiness like a free gift. Lisa Cypress came and has made her first ebook, Got Happiness Now? Eight Keys to Unlocking a Joyful Life, available at no cost to everyone. Unwrap your complimentary copy now by visiting www.harvestinghappinesstalkradio.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about stinking thinking. We're talking about how negativity really stinks, and especially as it relates to teaching and raising children. My friend Bill King is here. He's a writer, speaker, certified trainer, and mentor. He has developed a fun and exciting way to educate youth in in dealing with negativity, low self-esteem, bullying, anger, and most importantly, promoting positive emotions, kindness, service, and certainly to discourage bullying. So, Bill, let's talk a little bit further about Think and Think and end this vocabulary. You've got a few other terms that I would love to share with the audience. We, we, we went over stink and trash awareness. We went over stink breath, negative vocabulary. We went over stink eye, which is our focus. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about stink bait. So stink bait. Um, so that that chapter is it's about friendships, and so it's uh, friendship pools that need chlorine is the is the subtitle of that chapter, and the idea is that uh, you know we, it, this is a test. It's it's a little quiz that they can take uh, at the end of the chapter. It's called stink bait buddies uh, to identify if they are stink bait if they are attracting negative friends, friends that don't do not support them. Uh, and uh, and so at least they can identify where their friendships are in a fun kind of way. Hmm. 
and I oh I could go on for a whole hour about that with with my two teens. But let let's talk about the the next, which is a stink bomb. Yeah, stink bomb is uh, is something I call uh, gossip. Okay, so and really that is a, another form of bullying whenever you you do the gossip. And what I want them aware of is that a lot of times they are gossiping about other people and they don't really even recognize it. Again, through awareness is where they can recognize that. And then there are some uh, techniques and tips that they can use uh, and what I what I call in there to build a, a stink bomb shelter. And so basically what it is, is they are going to be observing one day. They're going to be also uh, trying to diffuse the stink bomb because, you know, whenever uh, other kids are talking about other kids, you know, if you just jump in there and say something really positive about that person, a lot of times that can ignite the stink bomb and make it worse. So there's some some uh, techniques uh, that they can use uh, that will help them try to, to diffuse that so it doesn't get worse. Or, or, you know, and it also has that they can also go in there and step away from the situation because in some cases they're not going to be able to do anything. And so don't add anything to it. Just leave the conversation. I want to stay on this subject for a, a moment because in my house, this is something that we talk about quite regularly. There is a style of communication out there that our teens are using today and the preteens as well that is all based on this negative communication or double negatives. And I find it really offensive. You know, I talk with my kids about it. That it, it, oh, like oh, mom, that's just the way we talk to one another. That it's always based upon a put down as opposed to a put up. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's what what I hope that the book will help address is to um, to really bring awareness that they are doing that and they don't really need to. If you're not, you know, if you're if you're putting people down. Uh, on a regular basis, and, and a lot of times they do it and they're not even aware of it. Other times they are aware of it, but hopefully if they're going to do it, maybe they can do it in a fun way uh, by saying, oh, that you just dropped a stink bomb or something like this, something that would be uh, in engaging and, and maybe learn something in the process. But I think this, this negative talk is coming from the media as well. If you look at some of the series that are on TV, which these kids are addicted to, or they watch the series on uh, on the internet. You know that that that, yes. that that they are subscribing to an ethos or a way of being in the world that they think is hip, you know, and cool. But it is based upon this negative engagement that the the attention is coming from the negative communication and conversation style versus the positive one. Yeah. And, and after you work on this and as these kids become more aware of, of their thinking and what they're saying, their stink breath, their all of this stink eye, as you go through that, I, my, my hope is that it will help eliminate some of that negative talk because they're going to recognize it and go on, you know, is that really positive? Is that, is that you know, am, am I offering more stink bait for other people? And hopefully it might at least dilute it a little bit. It, it probably won't make it go away completely, but at least it, at least they will be aware of it uh, and, and and maybe be able to do something about it. Well, I think certainly in the younger children, you know, that that, that planting the seeds for 
this type of good behavior that is based upon positive communication, positive vocabulary, and life-affirming style, um, you will have success. And then, the, and then the older children will follow when they see their younger siblings um, mm-hmm. being in, in the world in this kinder, gentler way. Let's talk That's about it. bully-proofing. So I think that the way that we can bullyproof our kids is to is to help them build their self-esteem. And so what what there are a lot of things, the whole book is really geared towards helping them build their self-esteem through all the all the chapters that are in there are to help them with that. And I think that, uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, if somebody walks up to. Uh, to you and say, hey, you know, you you have, you know, purple hair and, you know, you just blow that off and you don't think anything about it. However, if someone comes up and says, you know, uh, you're insensitive, you're, you know, you only care about yourself, you're mean, you know, all that, uh, you know, what what what's different about it? You know, what happens is a lot of times it's what you're telling yourself when they stop talking. And what I want to worry, I want to work on that part. So that if somebody comes up there and says something mean to them or does something mean in in a way that at least they have, you know, hey, that's not me. They just don't know me and just walk away. It doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, But it's if you internalize it and then you uh, continually, you know, believe what they're saying, uh, then then it's going to lead to to really bad consequences. And, you know, I, I'd love to add this concept of projection, which is a which is a heady concept to teach youth, but it's mm-hmm. something that I do talk about with my own kids and, and and amongst their peers when I am lucky enough to have them, you know, hanging out at the house. Is that when you speak in this negative, deprecating way, that it really is a reflection of the self and where you're coming from, um, more so than a commentary about the other person. It, it really is. And, and that's what uh, what I try to teach is that, you know, what what is coming out of their mouth is about them and what you do and, and you internalize it uh, from what they're saying, just as you do the same thing. So so let's let's kind of let's eliminate a lot of that stink breath uh, where they're talking about negative things and let's make it uh, let's let's project out their positivity and kindness, and you'll be surprised at what you are, what's returned to you. Oh, well, it is that old adage, you know, what you, what you uh, reap, you sow, you know, what you, what seeds you plant is um, the harvest that you, that you get at the other side, you know, after, after the germination period. So it, and this is the way the world works. It's hard for some of us to believe it sometimes, but it is the natural order of things. Uh, it really is, um, you know, it's just and that's why I, I really teach uh, doing kindness as um, as really it's, it's almost therapy, <laughs> to be honest. And we also have to remember to do kindness on ourselves, because a lot of times it's easy to do kindness for someone else. But then we're, we go home and then we, you know, we berate ourselves for mistakes that we've made uh, instead of uh, practicing kindness on ourselves. Kindness. Kindness is probably one of the most generous practices that we can cultivate for greater joy, for greater well-being in our lives, even when life is not always 100% perfect. 
And I, I am a firm believer in kindness, and uh, we practice it in our household most of the time. You know, teens are, are hit or miss, but we, we circle them back to that focusing of attention on kindness. Uh, is what you're doing kind? Is it creating something that is good, or is it creating something that is destructive? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, in terms of kindness and, and why it matters, and why it matters to practice kindness with Let's talk about this for a minute because this is something we tend to ignore, the, the kindness towards ourselves. We're, we're taught that we should be kind, you know, go out in the world and be kind. But it starts mm-hmm. at home. It starts in the mirror. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely does. And some of the some of the things in like in the book, um, you know, I have them practicing some things in there that uh, is it, it, it's not meditation but it is visualization uh, in, a, in, a, in a fun way. And so I think that, you know, when they get and they're feeling down and negative, they can uh, practice these, like what I call is a, uh, a cosmic shower is, is from, the, from the book. And that is to, um, to literally take a shower of positivity. And I think that one way to, to immediately get out of those stink modes that we get into is, is through kindness, as I said earlier because it really does change your state. And the cool thing about kindness, it not only affects you, it affects the person that you are, are particip- that, that you're, you're doing the kindness for, but it also affects the people that witness the kindness. And so what a great way to create a ripple effect of, uh, of positivity. Indeed, and it is a practice. You know, with, with all of these suggestions that we're making, the more you do them, the more natural and effortless they become, and the more it becomes part of your daily behaviors, and you start to see that the mood shifts. The mood shifts within yourself, the mood shifts in the room, within your family, and on and on and on. It's a, it's a positive domino effect. We are going to go to a break, and when we come back, we're going to carry on our conversation with Bill King, talking about thinking, thinking, and we're going to talk about volunteerism and service and some statistics of our youth and what's going on out there in the world today. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. And to learn more about the fabulous Bill King, you can go to www.idontstink.com. That's I-D-O-N-T-Stink.com. On Twitter, Bill is at I Don't Stink. And on Facebook, you can reach Bill King at stinkin-thinkin-thinkin. Stinks. Stinking, thinking, stinks with a hyphen in between those three words. We'll be right back. And if you're just joining us now, stay tuned. We're going to come back and close out this hour. But I urge you to download the full podcast for free on iTunes. Everything that we do each and every week is free and available at the ready 24-7 on iTunes. Now here come the tunes and we will be right back. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on toginet.com. Like us on Facebook at Harvesting Happiness and on Twitter at HH Talk Radio. Lisa returns with more of Harvesting Happiness following this short break. Do you like Lisa's take on happiness, well-being, and human flourishing? Join us this spring as Harvesting Happiness launches online classroom programming where Lisa Cypress-Kamen will offer her workshop series across the globe and from the comfort of wherever you are. Visit HarvestingHappiness.com for more details.
part of the grateful good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the medical center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet, the show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now back to your host, Lisa Cypress Kamen. Welcome back. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about a revolution of thought. We're actually speaking about how we can transform negative thinking into positive thinking and how we can use humor and an adorable book called I Don't Stink to break down barriers that many people have and provide an entertaining atmosphere that promotes learning that will stick. So Bill King is an author, a friend, and he has got a great book, as I mentioned, called I Don't Stink, and the movement is Stinkin' Thinkin' Stinks. And we're talking about all of these, um, these words, such as stink eye, stink bait, stink bomb, and ways to bully-proof raise them, raise awareness of their stinking trash, which is the thinking that uh, the negative thinking that doesn't serve them, their stink breath, which is their negative vocabulary, and we're moving on to a different uh, and very, very, very powerful tool that goes along with sweet sense. So, Bill, take it away with sweet sense and beyond. So I, I believe that one one way to create sweet sense, and actually in the book, the sweet sense I talk about is is setting goals. However, in, in whenever I'm speaking, when I was speaking with the the women's penitentiary, is I use sweet sense as a form of kindness, because w- what's amazing with kindness, uh, the benefits are are just um, you know absolutely amazing. You know, studies have shown that people are happier, they're healthier, uh, they have better uh, relationships and 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 they can and this is all through the kindness uh, is through uh, they can also slow the aging process. Can you imagine that just by doing kindness, you can slow your aging process? I mean, that's just amazing to me. And so we need to teach our kids um, to practice kindness and to schedule it. You know, I schedule it on my calendar, uh, you know, every Friday, you know, I call the attitude of gratitude. And that is my time, Mm. my window that I actually go out and acknowledge people from that week, whether it's through work or personal life to say, you know, I just want to take a moment and say, thank you. Whether I pick them up on the, on the call, uh, and call them or send them an email Mm. or an e-card, but I think it's important and you'd be surprised at, at how that is received. It's, it's, it's amazing how it's received. Well, I know how it's received. I have been the recipient of, of your uh, Attitude of Gratitude Fridays, and I, I love it. I love getting, you know, 
a sweet email from you that just says, hey, thanks. You know, it, make, it makes my day. And, it's, and it's, it costs nothing. It is really about generosity, which is another huge word that plays into this whole spirit of kindness. Uh, it, it really does. And, and I think that, you know, it's so it's easy to give away. Uh, it, it can be as easy when you pick up the phone, just say, you know, hey, how, uh, how are you doing? You know, or, or hey, good looking or to my wife, I, I will say uh, positive things uh, to her whenever I pick up the phone. And it kind of has it's like, you know, it's cool when it's when people don't expect it. Uh, she's probably tired of it by now. <laughs> but but it's it's a nah, kind of, I bet not. You're probably right. Uh, but but it's 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 cool to be able to do that and and it's so it's so many ways to provide kindness and 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 again sometimes it's just an email and just say hey you know I just want to recognize that you know uh, some things that you did for me this week I, I I really appreciate it thank you have a great weekend and you would I mean sometimes I get back you know three or four pages of typed notes just about how they really needed that at that moment and that was really really made their weekend you know I mean it's like wow it was just Two sentences, you know, but that's all it takes. Two sentences, two minutes, and you can shift. You can shift an attitude. You can really just change someone's uh, mood, uh, elevate their spirit through a simple act of gratitude, kindness, appreciation. And there's another cousin to this or sister or brother to this, this development of positive emotion, and that is forgiveness. And forgiveness is, too, uh, an, an act of kindness. And let's chat a little bit about that. You mentioned it in your book, and I want to elaborate on it for, for our listeners. Okay, so so a good, uh, so in, in the book, uh, there's a, a chapter in there that's called How to Deal with Other Stinking People. And so the, the, the fun thing there is that uh, I have an exercise that is called Stink Rocks for, for Stinking People. <laughs> and the idea is that... Um, <laughs> is that, you know, we carry the burden of unforgiveness. So, for example, you know, uh, the, the exercise is that you draw a little mountain and there's daily checkpoints. It's like you're climbing Mount Everest and there's daily checkpoints. And so you, you go get five rocks to start the exercise and you start with the really, you know, like a, a dime size rock. Uh, and then you escalate up to a, literally a baseball size rock. And the idea is that you carry that with you all day while you're doing the exercise itself, the specific things to do. But the idea is each day the rock gets bigger. And that is to symbolize that, you know, when you just say, oh, I forgive you, you know, that's easy. Anybody can say that. And that's the dime. But whenever you really get ready to actually release that, uh, that forgiveness and, and, and create unforgiveness, it's harder. And so at the top of the peak of the mountain that you drew, that's where you're going to be carrying that heavy rock. And that's to really let you know that you're, you're carrying that burden. They aren't. And then once you release it, the next thing is, uh, is you carry around a small uh, balloon because the unforgiveness is light and it's, it's free. And that's what to, and that's going to take you down on the downward slope of the mountain. And we, we should, add that forgiveness is too an act of kindness, that it's an act of kindness mostly for oneself, the forgiver, that when we do a forgiveness process, when we're willing to let go of something that has had us twisted up in the past, 
we're doing so for ourselves to lighten our own load, to lighten our own burden, and to allow more space for positive emotion and joy. We're not necessarily doing it for the other person. Although the release may be of benefit to the other person, it is not a requirement. That that is that is correct. It it, it really is the you know whenever you forgive you know I have a, a different book that I have out there that uh, I have forgiveness buckets and it's you take to move them from one bucket to another one. But the one thing that I mention in there is that you got to remember to forgive yourself because it's a lot of times mm-hmm. it's easier to forgive other people but we tend to, to really struggle with forgiving ourselves. So there's some techniques to be able to, to remind us to do that too, because I think that that is so important. You know, I, I, I firsthand experience, I had this uh, for years, I, I had unforgiveness um, and, and, and it was like, uh, you know, the, the person's name was not even allowed to be spoken in my house for like six years. I, I mean, if the name came up, it, it brought back all those memories. And so um, once I decided to, uh, to, to, that I needed to practice forgiveness, it was amazing how it played out and, um, and the, the impact and the release and the lightness that was, uh, was because of it. It was, it was amazing. So practice forgiveness wherever you can. Uh, it, will, it, it has a big benefit on you uh, primarily, um, and then it just makes everything so much easier and happier. Agreed. And we should also add that, that the practice of forgiveness, you know, or the art of forgiveness is not to absolve the other person of their responsibility if they have committed a crime, if they have hurt us in some physical or spiritual or mental way. We're not letting them off the hook. We're, we're forgiving our judgments, our anger, and our um, negative emotions towards that person in service to our own benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not saying that somebody should get off the hook if they've done something that is illegal or morally reprehensible. I think we should make that very yeah. clear. Uh, absolutely. You can't, you know, the, the part is you're forgiving them from, from your, uh, your, like you said, your judgment and your anger and that stinking thinking that is associated with it. Because you're you're releasing that you're not releasing them from what they what they did, but you're releasing yourself from it so that you don't have to bear that burden anymore. Right, releasing oneself from from the bondage, and this is really important. I, in, in my practice with with veterans and civilians alike, I work a lot with addiction and, and rehabilitation. And um, in this process, there are a lot of things that have gone on with people who are experiencing. Um, challenges with addiction that involve events in their lives that were hugely traumatic, whether it's through war or abuse or assault or uh, addiction or affliction, whatever whatever it is, forgiveness ends up being a cornerstone in the healing process. Yeah, it it, it really is. And I can't, you know, you talk about the veterans and, and the stuff. I can't imagine the magnitude that they have to be that they're faced with. So I just want to take a moment and say thank you for this absolutely amazing work. Uh, and um, you know, it, it, it's it's absolutely needed out there today. So so really, thank you for that work. Oh, 
thanks, Bill. Well, you know, it, this is part of my joy. It's part of my calling as this work is yours and what brings me great happiness. And it, and it is a perfect segue into volunteerism and why service matters. And we don't have a lot of time, but let's, let's tie it up beautifully with this because it is the heart of the matter. You know, I, I think the, the, the biggest impact is that, you know, when, when kids volunteer, when they actually participate and, you know, they're getting rid of their stinking thinking when they're volunteering and doing kindness, uh, the statistics are, I'll, I'll throw out some for you, 91% feel better about themselves, 76% uh, show uh, improved grades, uh, 80% have better school attendance, and 90% get along better with kids. So if you want to talk about bully-proofing your kids, you know, uh, have them practice kindness and volunteering uh, in uh, in local, uh, say it's a animal shelters is a great way to, uh, to to have kids because they get to see the connection and that unconditional love that dogs provide. Uh, so animal shelters are great. You know, there's libraries, there's senior senior homes. There's so many opportunities out there, and I would I would uh, literally put that on a, on a calendar. Uh, I know we did that uh, at Christmas one time is that we literally planned every single month a, a kindness activity and, and brought our family into it. I, I would encourage that. Well, thank you, Bill. You have been a delight. To learn more about Bill King and his amazing work, you can go to www.idontstink.com and here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold, or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thanks for joining us on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen and Bill King wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest of actions. And remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job. And to find Bill and his work, again, you can visit www.idontstink.com, on Twitter at I Don't Stink, and on Facebook, Stinkin' Thinkin' Stinks. So go out and have yourselves the most beautiful, lovely, kind, gentle, joyful, wonderful day possible. Pass this podcast on to your friends and have a great day. Thanks, Bill. Wednesday morning live at 10 to 11 Central Time here on TogiNet Radio. Then harvest your own happiness anytime from the comfort of wherever you are with the downloadable.